What's up, everyone? This is Riley Madison, and you are listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, Riley Madison, and welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. As always, I am your co-host, the Million Dollar Father, Mr. Thomas Lisi, always joining the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Hey. Hey, what's going on? We are back and better than ever. Back in the studio. No phone calls needed. We are live. We are ready to go. And I'm trying to simulcast the um, AEW Dynamite on the TV in the studio. And for some reason, it's not <laughs> working right now. So, um, yeah. So that's where we are with this. And while I try to do this, we'll talk wrestling a little bit. Um, well, a lot bit. That's what we do here on Sunset Flip Radio for the 124th time, ladies and gentlemen. We are back and better than ever. Um, well, let's kick off the show with something that none of us... Well, we kind of expected it, but we really didn't expect it. We kind of knew it was coming, but we didn't know when. And that is the return of Johnny Gargano. Oh, yeah. It was really interesting the way it happened because Raw comes back from a commercial break and all of a sudden you hear his music. You're like... Yeah, it was different. This is weird. It was in the third hour. Or no? Um, it was in the yeah. It was like ten ten. Yeah. You know the time that no one really watches because they used to stretch <laughs> it out with a twenty four seven segment right. and a meaningless women's match and then another video promo on Roman Reigns and the network and then whatever. So on and so forth. So you know, what was your initial reaction? Um, I didn't watch it live, so I unfortunately was spoiled because I went on social media and I was scrolling, and bam, there it goes. Thanks for three, four. Um, <laughs> They're always good for so that, I was like, so you know Fuck. that. And I was doing something. My mom was over with her fiance. Oh, you know what I was doing? Trying to figure out the thermostat because my damn AC went down. No, it didn't. Yeah, it was the thermostat. So I called the guy. They changed it the next day. Anyway. Okay. So I was dealing with that. And then so you had no AC then? Trying to catch up. This was Monday night. Okay. Yeah. Good thing it was in the middle of the summer, like me that one time. Yeah. That, yeah. With yeah. the baby, I would have been Oh, pissed. yeah. Well, that's why I had the oh shit old school window unit just in case for situations like oh, that. Yeah, and guess what? Same. I actually dived into that situation, so it's perfectly fine. But you gotta have one. It is. You're Beat Street if you don't, dude. I'm telling you. Um, so I, I didn't watch it live, and then I seen it come up on my phone, and I'm like, holy crap. So I got on the DVR, fast forward through all the nonsense, and I had to watch it. I was like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, we wanted him to come back in Cleveland a couple weeks ago. That I think that's happen. what everybody thought. Um, there were chants in the crowd for it, obvious signs you could see. Um, I believe Shawn Michaels was in charge of getting him back or however that went um, you know, however that went down, whatever. With the good eye. Yeah, right, right. They kept the bad eye at home, mm-hmm. and they, they sent the good eye first class to Cleveland to go get him. <laughs> um, so anyway, the fact that he's back, it's fucking great. It's I awesome. I can't wait. I mean, I didn't expect, or probably I should have, but I didn't expect um, Theory to come down like right now this week because mm-hmm. um, I thought maybe this was totally for Ciampa here. But obviously he's involved with something and we'll we'll get there. Well, we'll, Ciampa's involved with The Miz. Yeah, The Miz and, and Bobby. And Miz just got kidnapped. By and Dexter. That was there. so awkward because Dexter There's comes back. There's so much back. going on right there. 
There is a lot going on because you got. And it's going through two shows because yeah, uh, was today Wednesday, so yesterday on NXT, mm-hmm. he yeah, you know they rehashed Index, which is great television. Mm-hmm. I, I think it. she's coming to Raw too. And so is Legato. I, I think, think he's gonna, go I think he's going to go to SmackDown. I love it. I can't. I love I can't Legato. Wait for that shit. I think. I mean, Legato versus Rey Mysterio is something that you obviously are dreaming of. Remember, we got because that. it's the past versus the future. We got uh, Dominic. I think mm-hmm. down we did. in NXT. But I think Dominic wrestled De La Cruz. Yeah. I don't think it was actually Legato. Yeah. But I mean, again, with Dominic, what's going to happen with him? Is he really going to join the Judgment Day? They're really teasing it really hard. I mean, I think that they're going to do Edge and. You think they'll do Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn and Rhea Ripley at Clash at the Castle? That would be bomb. That's a possible match. That would be great. Um, but here you go, shoehorning Beth in for another intergender match. Like they I mean, did she at did it. Rumble. Yeah, that. I mean, that was completely pointless. Honestly, that whole thing with the with the uh, I keep saying the Edge like he's the guitarist from you too. <laughs> um, no, I mean that match with the Miz was completely pointless at the Royal Rumble. It had no placement on the show. It had no meaning on the show. It just yeah. meant to get Edge over. Yeah, because remember he it was, was a, a placeholder. Yeah, I mean you don't need someone of his caliber, and then he come. You know, it's just so awkward with him and his new short fucking haircut, and now he says he wants to retire next year in Toronto. In August of 2023. I mean, I'm fine. I'll let it. Yeah, I mean, so what are you foreshadowing? Are you foreshadowing that that's that SummerSlam will be in Toronto next year? You know what I mean? So, wow, they're doing the CM Punk uh, Moxley match is now at nine o'clock for Dynamite. Because right now we're streaming, we're live streaming Dynamite because. It's on mute, so you can't hear. They gotta but give it time to breathe, then. So they d- well, no. But here's the thing, though. Why would you put this not as the main event at nine o'clock, and then now your main event's gonna be Death Triangle versus Will Osprey and the Aussie Open for a semifinal match to crown the new trio titles? This doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. This is WCW 101. Like, if I can depict the WCW moment in it's AW 2001 history. 2001 WCW. Yeah. This is like when Goldberg beat Hogan. On, it was my birthday. You know that? July 6th. I want to say 1998 or 1998. Yeah. Wow. 1998. I think I turned 12. Well, I think I turned 12. I turned 12. But I think it was that year when they aired with a week notice. Goldberg versus Hogan at the Georgia Dome, mm. but they didn't sell the completely the whole arena out. They rent they had like half of the arena, and they sold a lot of tickets. But imagine if you booked that match the right way and gave it the right amount of time, you could have got seventy, eighty thousand people why at that they, time. Why they rushed that? Because it was in Goldberg's hometown. They wanted to put the belt on him. I mean, obviously he was God, going yeah, over, yeah, but yeah. I mean he beat Hogan in like six minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like. To me, this is what well, the, I mean. All, obviously, anyway. I mean this is going to be a schmaz because somehow Hangman's going to get involved and it's going to be a triple threat match at All Out. Yeah. So here comes the best in the world. So how can for okay? So this is for all the CM Punk fans out there. All the punkers. I have to get this off my chest. All the punky Brewsters. Like when you when you watch him do interviews or you hear him speak, like outside of AEW. Isn't he just a big fucking scumbag? I get that impression. So do I. I think he's a complete scumbag. The fucking tool. He is. Like, I've seen him interact with fans, 
He's not really the greatest with he's, the fans. <clears throat> he's not as cool. He's a mark as, to himself. Does that as, make any sense? He's a mark to himself. Yeah. He's like he's his own mark. mark. Yeah. 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 He is so full of himself, in my opinion, too. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I mean, was I ever the biggest CM Punk fan? Not really. Even when he was a face in WWE, when he, just he had. Looks like a- a skinny Kevin Smith from uh, Jane's Island. Park. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you can tell he's just weathered in the face. Like, you can tell he's really older now. And, you know, did he skip a beat? Maybe. But, I mean, you know, I can't say anything bad about his age because you have wrestlers in the WWE that are older, like Edge and a couple other guys. It's the new, it's the new 30. Yeah, 40 is the new 30 in wrestling. AJ Styles. Remember, Finn Balor's 41. He looks like he's 22. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Something about CM Punk recently, especially with all this backstage combat, combat, backstage, you know, (laughs) uncomfortableness with everybody. And we we put a picture up last week on our social media at Facebook at Sunset Flip Radio where apparently to the point of AEW having a meeting this week with their talent that there is a lot of backstage drama. And a lot of it is involved with a real life drama with CM Punk and Hangman Adam Page, which may bleed into... This match that we're glancing at ever so swiftly because they're going to set up a triple threat. But this drama that's going on, its I think it's surrounding CM Punk. So, you know, is he drama? Yeah, he's a moneymaker. Yeah, he sells the t-shirts. Yeah, he puts the asses in seats. But, I mean, even when you take CM Punk out of the equation, even with him in the equation, does it really make a difference? He lost seven years of his career because he just quit. Yeah. Give, give or take a year or two. But. He could have left WWE, and he could have gone to Japan. He could have gone to, I guess, Impact or TNA at the time. He could have went and done any... As one he of could the have gone anywhere. At the time, he could have went anywhere. He could have gone anywhere. Chose to go and lose in the UFC. Yeah. He fought a match in the UFC and didn't even throw a punch. Literally, he didn't throw one punch in the entire match. I mean, I just, you know, when I look at him, and I mean, he he could have gone back to Ring of Honor, too. If yeah. he went back to Ring of Honor yeah. after WWE, that could have been huge he could have been huge. He could have kept them still in business, maybe. You know, I mean, yeah, they're still in business because Tony Khan bought them, but... You know, him going back would have been huge for them. Yeah, for sure. Now he's a now he's in AEW. He did he, shitty horror movies too. Yeah, he constantly just shits on the product of WWE through his words. Right, he doesn't really. What does he really bring to the table besides the occasional good promo, which is kind of carried by the other person? Right, isn't he there to make younger people look better? Mm. Who did he lose to? MJF. Once, who, who, uh, Punk. Punk, I think so. Yeah, but I mean, he beat Darby Allen in his debut match. He beat Hangman Adam Page to be the world champion. He beat MJF in a fucking doll collar match. Like, what are you doing for me lately? Yeah. You know, and now he's wrestling on TV for the interim world title, where you know the wonky marks are going to complain that obviously this is going to be something different. That's fine. 
But if this is AEW's desperate plea to book a match, then that's in bad territory. If you have to put your two top champions, who are technically the champions, this is your main event for All Out. If you have to do this on network television at 9.07 on a Wednesday night, you know you're in trouble. Or what's coming up later. Like, I mean, what... Death Triangle versus the Aussie no, Open. No, I, I know, I know that. I, I should have phrased mm-hmm. that a little bit differently. But like, why is this starting the nine o'clock, nine o'clock hour? Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, there's I'll always t- a reason. I mean, you know? I'll tell you right like now. Does it, if so. I worked at ten, if I got home from work at nine twenty, and me thinking, oh, this is going to be the main event, I have plenty of time to watch it. <laughs> You'd be pissed. I go home and Thank I miss God the match. DVR. You know what I mean? What the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? But to me, this is the signs. That AEW, I feel like, is putting up a defense. What is this? He's faking an injury that his ankle. Yeah, Come on. his foot. Cause remember his yeah. Thing. Come on, dude. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Because he kicked him in the side of the head. I hope it'd be great if that was real. I'd love it, but obviously it's a work. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably it's a work. A work. Although he's not even defending himself. But anyway, so we're watching that. So, I mean, is this now, is this the desperate plea from what Triple H is doing? Yeah. Is Triple H doing the thing that AEW. (laughs) Eat his foot. Yeah. Eating his foot. I think the pressure is now finally on AEW because they realize that things are different now. Right. Triple H is in charge. Right. Now they're really going up uh, up against Triple H. You know, before, yeah. yeah, they were, I guess, you know, with I, NXT. It was like Triple H or the Asterisk, because you don't know if he's there. You knew he was sick, but, like, you know, he's back yeah. healthy now. Triple H Light, yeah. Yeah, Triple H Light, and now you have Road Dog back. You have all this stuff back. Is he really going to win? Wow. John Moxley beat CM Punk in a minute and a half. Something's wrong? I don't know. John Moxley's the new AEW champion. Wow. Hmm. Something doesn't seem right. I think Punk was maybe legitimately hurt this entire time. I don't know. Well, he also did jump off one of their, uh, like the second ring, uh, the second rung of the ring, the ropes. Who did? Punk? Punk, you know, right to start the match and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. right before as he's like hyping it up. What is wow. going on? This is weird booking. It, I mean, this, this is, is very it's uncomfortable. Like as we're watching it. Because it, we're it's talking, weird. So. It's really weird because you would think that MJF would come in maybe or Hangman Adam Page would come in with this wonky finish, but right. it was a clean finish right. in two minutes. CM Punk. It's nine ten. It's nine ten. The match started at what I say nine oh seven. Two three. I mean that's when they started making their. Yeah. Into, so three minutes. Technically, the match was about three minutes. Hmm. I don't know. I think they're gonna get. They're gonna get a lot of backlash right do, now. Or do you think the internet like, haters are spewing at the mouth, I'll foaming go, at the mouth right now? I'll be on Twitter shortly. So give me yes, a second. Yes, foaming at the mouth because this doesn't seem right. Or do you think because of something that they had going on backstage? It could be it. Like a punishment? Maybe. I don't know. Something Which doesn't I, seem I, right. I don't think CM Punk is the guy who'd be like, if I'm getting punished, I'm, I'm fucking walking. Yeah. You know? 
like maybe C- maybe CM Punk actually said hey or maybe he's like maybe I'm really hurt you know how they do this angle where you know they have the EMTs come out which aren't real so the people that are carrying CM Punk out it looks like the the trainer that's at the ring a security guy and some different guy in a colored shirt but Moxley celebrating with the fans the signs of CM Punk looking back I just lost my title. There you go. Something doesn't seem right. Now, if they... How WCW would it be if CM Punk magically comes back at all out and beats Moxley clean? I... No, I don't think we're actually going to get that. No. Something's uh, rotten in Denmark, right? Yep. This is very interesting. To the internets I go. Yes, to the internets. So, the main event that people have been hyping for over a week was including, with entrances, 11 minutes long. With entrances. So, you do the math out there. But, no, I mean, back to why they did this match. What Triple H is doing is he's giving you a three-hour television show and a two-hour television show in a span where, you know... It's good timing. Yeah. It's awesome timing. He's spreading the show out perfectly. Yet again, he started the show with the women. That's three episodes in a row. Yep. Four episode, three episodes in a row. That WWE Monday Night Raw has started with women. Have we ever seen that? No. The emphasis on women's wrestling is back. Like it never went anywhere because he was responsible for the basically birth of women's wrestling with Sasha and uh, Sasha Bailey, Charlotte and and um, Becky. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is such a weird show. This is such a weird. Fight. I, I you know what it is? It's just it's just too much. It's just way too much, right? It's way too much. So Dexter Lewis comes back, right? And he surprises everybody out there in the WWE Universe where the entire time the signs was that he was going to attack AJ Styles or he was going for AJ Styles. But secretly, if you think about it, he made his debut during the AJ Styles-Miz match and he came out when the Miz was outside during the Ciampa um, match. So now... Dexter Loomis kidnaps the Miz. What do you see this? Like, what's going on with this, you think? I don't know because I was fooled that I thought it had something to do with AJ Styles. Now it has something to do with the Miz is involved. Um, I don't know because I thought he was coming as a heel. Now, you know, it's a face thing to kidnap the Miz, you know, so uh, I have no clue. And then, like I said earlier, he just showed up on um, NXT. And rekindled stuff with Indy, so I, I don't know what's going on there. Um, and then he just walked outside and then just let the police take him away. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read some comments from what the 434 people wrote. The internet marks have come out of the uh, basement and have eaten all the Cheetos. So um, <laughs> they got to go back to they got to go. They got to go back to Lidl. So here, here's just some random comments. Thank fuck this wasn't the main event of All Out. That was even worse than his UFC defeats. <laughs> Did we just say that? So, here's a, here's one. The guy writes, let's fix this, hold on. And he puts Will Smith doing the men in black thing that makes you forget your memory. Oh, yeah. 
That was as fast as his UFC match. Why did they do the match if he's still hurt? See, the only reason why they did this... Now, if that's the case, you know why they did that match if he's still hurt. They did that because they had to keep up with WWE television somehow. So now, look, it's 9.15. After that, after the high of what you just had, you had a backstage promo of Christian Cage. Now Ricky Starks comes out. What the fuck is this programming about? You could have had the punk... Moxley thing be the last thing and the last image you saw was punk leaving which leaves you in for questioning now for the next 45 minutes you have the the announcer scrambling trying to find answers to what happened but yet now I got to watch absolute Ricky Starks talk about a fictional belt like the FTR title FT whatever it is FTW title and watch him try to get over with the fans this is horrendous product placement by AEW and just like last week when the screen went black when when um, Andrade and Roosh attacked their third... Did you see that? Yeah, I heard that they... Mi- they, they unmasked went- him, and then they took the mask off, and the screen went black. Hmm. Like, they couldn't I heard they go- went into business for themselves there a little bit. The, that was on purpose? Uh, a little bit, yeah. All three of them were in on it? Well, they do stuff in, uh, what is that, uh, AAA. Yeah. So, they, you know... They're- I guess for continuity purposes. Yeah, to continue Continu- the story. Continuity purposes. Why do I get a gut feeling that Punk is done wrestling? There's one. Um, what the hell? Looks like Punk is quitting. This looks like Lesnar versus Kingston all over again. Looks like Punk <laughs> is going to quit again. Punk losing in three minutes and people complaining about Roman and Goldberg matches. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, even the internet marks out there, ladies and gentlemen, don't like CM Punk for what he does. But the internet marks out there, you know, it's really funny. But then they'll be the first to say, oh, my God. Oh, my God, he's back. Oh, my God, he's back. But how about those internet marks who won't admit that the WWE is good now? Right? We're not in that category because we've been doing this podcast for 124 episodes now. And and I've admitted publicly that I will not watch WWE this week or I won't watch it oh, for yeah. this reason. For I've said a it few many weeks times. Straight yeah. There, yeah. And you know, there was the lowest of lows. Remember my New Day rants from episode, I don't know, one to now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I still got the rants in me, but I'm still gonna watch the product. That's just it's that it sucks you back in. It's that dose of poison that's in your veins every week. You have to watch it. As bad as it is, WWE is must watch programming. And right now, as good it is as it is, it's you can't miss it you can't miss it mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it is if it's nxt which has been good smackdown which has been better and raw which has been really good right raw has been really good yeah smackdown has been pretty decent smackdown is coming back around again slowly uh, slowly um but it, it's starting to really pick up some uh speed and you know there could be a possibility of people joining it's SmackDown, you know. We could see Legato, all of them there, since they went in the car and uh, at the end of NXT and it just drove off. Mm-hmm. I can't see them going to Raw. It's too crowded over there now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm assuming Gargano's a Raw talent, so SmackDown can really use the rub with an extra tag team, and to have um, Escobar. Crazy. Mm. Oh, Escobar's so good. He he's amazing. another wrestler. He's another wrestler that I was watching the other day when he wrestled Tony D'Angelo last week. I so said, fluid. "This guy is really good." Like he was in that Andrade. When I had my Andrade moment last week, when I said I really wish Andrade never left WWE, I put Escobar in that same category. He's a, like when you watch him. Here's another wrestler. Did you watch that match 
with from Heatwave. I think I don't know if we talked about it, but we may have a little bit. Um, oh my God, I'm blacking out. Giovanni Vinci. Yeah, it was the first and Carmelo. <sighs> Clinic. That was ridiculously that's good. That's how the show opened. That was now look see. Now they're rewinding the punk thing moments ago. Now they're scrambling to find reasons. I I don't know. I can't hear what they're saying, but everybody out there right now is uh, talking shit about this. This could mean that MJF versus Moxley happens very soon. You know what I mean? And don't cry, punk fans. I'm sure he'll be back in eight years. So uh, <laughs> it's all right. Now, okay, so now look at this. It's wow. 919. Now you're doing Death Triangle versus Will Ospreay. That's not going to go 40 minutes. So what's the main event of Dynamite? Is this it? Is this MJF coming back now? This could be it. Uh, on his own? Yeah. To do a promo? I mean... Maybe. Yeah. It could be. But you have 40 minutes and apparently you have one more match left. And if Death Triangle goes 40 minutes with uh, Will Ospreay... And this has just been probably the worst episode of Dynamite I've ever seen, mm -hmm. honestly. It's just so many questions left unsaid. Yeah, you're trying to be the opposite than WWE, but there's no storytelling. That's the problem. <laughs> Where is Adam Cole? Where's all these guys? Where's the fucking House of Black? All these stories that you stop one week and you try to pick up two weeks later, it doesn't work. Three weeks later, it doesn't work. A month later, it doesn't work. Because wrestling fans have such a short fuse and such a short memory when it comes to shit. You know what I mean? It depends on how you depict it. Yeah, we're 10 Second Tom from uh, 51st Date. Hi, yeah. I'm Tom. Yeah, that's all we are, yeah. right? Clash at the Castle. Some other matches have been announced, right? How do you feel about Sheamus versus Gunther? That's that's such it's, an it's a, interesting booking. It's a meat fest. Oh, my God. They're going to beat the living shit out of each that, other. That could honestly, like, if let's say the WWE Championship wasn't on the line, the, both titles... That could have been an easy main event right there. For Clash of the Castle? Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, that main event's any day of the week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. And it's funny because they're both heels. Yeah. So I so who thought plays the about that. Who plays the face? Sheamus. It has to it's be Sheamus. Be, it has yeah, to be Sheamus, yeah. yeah. Gunther's not over yet because he hasn't done. He hasn't had any moments to put himself over like that. Okay, and that's what, and right. Insert it, if you look at Sheamus, this is gonna be these guys gonna beat the shit out of each other. There, I, I want them to beat him for like twenty five minutes. Yeah, but like if you look at Sheamus's past, like his relationship with Drew McIntyre and how he has his back, he can easily jump back and be that yeah, face yeah, guy. Yeah. Gunther's trying to get established. He still so is. Th trying to get this established. is his jumping off point. He's going to retain mm -hmm. after a hell of a match that Sheamus, once again... They can go 16 to 18 minutes. ...will come through. She, let's talk about she Sheamus, un, un, you know, an unsung hero. This guy just gives you nonstop, like, you know, this, action. This, this, is, this is dating back maybe 15 episodes ago, so 15 weeks ago. Remember, you can get our episodes <laughs> wherever you get your podcast. Same as last week, same as this week, same as next week. Same as it ever was. Um, we made a little list of superstars that can be anything you need. Yep. Guys off the bench. Guys to put in feuds. It doesn't matter who it is. Guys off the like, bench. Like, that list, that list considered with 
AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Dolph Ziggler. How can you not put Sheamus on that list too? Yeah. You have to put Sheamus there. Honestly, Sheamus can be anything you need him to be. You need him to be a solo guy. Okay, sure. You need him to win money in the bank and have a feud with Roman Reigns. Sure. You need him to be a tag team with the bar. Okay. You need him to be in a ridiculous stable with two guys who've never had their time to shine yet in Ridge Holland and and Butch, a.k.a. Pete Dunn. Sure. You need him to have bangers of Drew McIntyre one day and then be a face the next day with him. Mm -hmm. Sure. That's the kind of guy he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's in that category. And I think he's going to be in this category with Gunther where he will take the pin. He will take the one, two, three. But that's not after he beats the living shit out of Gunther and he lets Gunther have the, the shine that he deserves because they see him as the future. Yeah. Sheamus probably sees him as the future. A lot of guys see him as the future. You know, so this is good for, for Sheamus because, yeah, he's doing a job, but he's just doing a job to make him, you know, just to propel him in that category that we talk about with him. Yeah. You know, but so he, he's going to be doing something for the greater good. Yeah. Yeah. So we find the AEW's back on another preview. Yeah. What uh, next week in Rampage, right? As they always do. Yep. Oh my God. Wardlow versus Ryan Nemeth, aka Dolph Ziggler's brother, and we'll hear from Jade Cargill. Oh God, great! Now what's on Dynamite for next week? So they have five matches on Rampage in an hour. Yep, you knew that was coming because Jake Jake Hager attacked Brian Danielson this week. They set up for next week. Uh, okay, those four women are going to be in the all-out match for the new title because uh, Thunder Rosa gave it up. And that match was announced today. Lionheart Chris Jericho. This guy has so many fucking nicknames now. <laughs> the Wizard. The Lionheart. La it. Champion. El Champion, right? Mm-hmm. Tag Team Trios Tournament. Uh, see, that's interesting. I mean, I am I was debating on getting all out. I'm not going to. Do I really need to see Christian Cage or Jungle Boy? No, I'm good. Thanks. Like, oh my god. Motor City Machine Guns are coming from uh, Impact to wrestle. Hmm. Oh god, this is just weird. Uh, I can't. I can't talk about uh, AEW right now. I gotta go. I gotta switch back to to WWE. Right, the good stuff. Right, we talked about Sheamus. We talked about Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. Is there writing on the wall for Drew McIntyre to finally beat Roman Reigns? I don't know how I feel about it. I'm still kind of up in the air. Um, I'll see where they're going on Friday. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, let... Oh, that was last week. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Got caught up in the TV. I want to see where they're going to go this Friday with it because I, I really don't know. They're really pushing Drew hard, as they should. Um, Roman doesn't need any of this. This is all about Drew. Um, but I think in doing so, I think we're trained now. We're, we're trained to think that we're getting a lot of Drew, so therefore Drew's going to lose. But this is a new regime. Maybe we don't do things that way. You know, Vince always historically had you lose in like your hometown or whatever. I think his track record with people winning in their hometown versus losing is like 
10 in like 500. I mm-hmm. mean, everybody always loses, you know. So uh, I think this could be one of those things where we might get an exception, we might not. But then where does the uh, carrying cross factor into this? Uh, apparently, the Drew and Cross are supposed to go at it um, the following month at, um, was that Extreme Rules, right? I think, before they go to Saudi. So we're going to see where that goes. And I don't know if Drew's going to go away, uh, come away with this one. Because I don't know if it's going to be for both belts, if it's going to be for one. And if so, they were, what, a week out? It's next Saturday, right? Yes, at 3 o'clock. Okay. Are you off? No, I'm working. My weekend. At 3 o'clock, I literally... I can watch for an hour. It starts at 3, right? Yes. I have an hour and a half to before dinner starts. So if I get all my stuff going, I can kind of sit in the office and watch it. Mm, that's so, so hard. It is See, that's it is. the perks of being off for three months. Oh, I get to yeah, watch it go now. ahead, I guess. So the million-dollar question is this. Does Roman Reigns finally lose, right? They've been emphasizing the fact that he's been champion for the, over 700 days. This would be the so place much. where he does lose in, in a big venue like this. this. Yes. This is probably the most confidence that i've had in the wwe not to give him the belt or not Mm -hmm. to have him keep it right Mm -hmm. remember let's let's look back at the list of guys that he beat kevin oh well let's go back to jimmy to to the uso right jimmy uso he beat cesaro no chance in hell he was gonna win kevin owens no chance the demon finn balor not really edge no daniel bryan no Everybody that Roman Reigns has gone after, Brock Lesnar multiple times, no. Right? If Brock Lesnar can't do it, then I think the only other person that can right now, and they have the the way that they're doing it is right, is having the hometown hero, Drew, do it. And I think he's going to do it. I really do. Um, I'm fine. So here's the thing. If he does, are you okay with it? If he doesn't, are you okay with it? Like Yes and yes. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with it because of this reason. Roman Reigns has eclipsed his name to be a guy that he's in the category of, I don't need a belt to be relevant. He doesn't. Mm. He doesn't. How many guys can you say that about? Um, Honestly. Not too many. Currently, and then like historically, we can. there's more. But, yeah. You know, the, the most famous one is The Undertaker. Yeah. You know? Um, did Stone Cold need a belt to be relevant? Did he do enough with the birth of 316 to be relevant? The oh, Rock, oh, yeah, I can't but, say that. I think The Rock needed the belt to be relevant. Yeah. Because I mean, when he Stone, was... Stone Cold, no matter what, was always involved in some bigger. So, like, the it, you could have shoehorned him in and it would have made sense. Yeah, you could have. And then he could have taken the long route to get there and then it still makes sense. Yeah, but when The Rock... Like, here's a good example of The Rock, right? A lot of people are probably like, man, The Rock didn't need the belt. I mean, he gave he called himself the people's champion. Well, right? when you make that claim, you know, you have to kind of back You kind of have to have it back up with the fucking belt in your hand, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, the belt says WWF, but when you proclaim yourself the people's champion, yeah, you're the people's champion. Roman Reigns is now in culture and Roman Reigns is in the spotlight and the status that he's becoming a guy. If you don't watch wrestling, you know who Roman Reigns is. So let me 
Which is true. He I doesn't need the belt to be relevant. <clears throat> I think he's almost there. You don't think he's there? He's knocking on the door. Because it brought oh so the most famous one currently right now that's actually still working is there. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, because Brock Lesnar has had a career in right. in mat wrestling and college and UFC and in football and WWF, WWE. Yeah. So so I I don't think Roman is there, but I can be swayed the opposite way. I think he's there. I think that he is there. He's not far off. Like, he's... Uh, let's say after this match, right, at Clash, uh-huh. I I could put him there easily. I would say he needs another... What, if he takes the pin? He needs another big win. Okay. Because the past The Brock two... Lesnar ones, okay. He needs to beat another person of note. Yes, I... You know, we we went through all the accolades the previous few weeks of, of again. Who there's no, there's, in this there's, time there's only one person, right? The, the great one. But well, go ahead. yeah, yeah. I think so. Here's the I thing. think even if he wrestles The Rock, it he's still in that category. Belt. No, yeah. but well, remember, see, we though, told, but we see, but see, we're we're debating on this. We're debating on the fact that as Roman Reigns established himself as a person that doesn't need a title to be, to be relevant. Right. If he actually wrestles The Rock, it can be for. A cardboard cutout championship. It can be for a fucking rock. It can be for a piece of paper. It doesn't matter what it is. He is relevant to the tenth right. power because the last time the Rock wrestled at WrestleMania, yeah, you're gonna say, well, you know, it was really Eric Rowan. No, the last time he wrestled at WrestleMania was against John Cena. John Cena, aka another guy who's at the point where people yeah. know who he is. Right? Roman is right there. He is, man. 700 days as champion. The guy hasn't lost. Right? People know CM Punk. CM Punk had a reign for what? Over 360-something days? Right? In WWF? WWE? What do you want to call it? Four. Four something? All right, cool. Roman, that's 700. 700. Put that into perspective. 700 (laughs) days. You're getting close to, like, Hogan. You're getting... Yeah. I mean, Hogan, Bruno San Martino, like... It goes Bruno San Martino, Hulk Hogan, then Roman Reigns. Wow. Okay. John Cena's not on the list. Yeah, John Cena's won the belt, what, 21 times? Yeah, but no- nothing that extensive. Yeah. It's a difference. It's, there's a huge there's difference. A, there's a difference. They're, push, difference. They're, they're pushing this guy to the extremes. That's why if he loses in Cardiff, it's the perfect storytelling. Not just It'll to get Drew McIntyre. no matter what. Yeah, not just to get Drew McIntyre over, but to put Triple H's stamp on the WWE saying that I had the balls to take the belt off of Roman Reigns, but I did it in the best possible way. You don't, you don't need The Rock to take the belt off him. What's more embarrassing for Roman, losing the belt to Theory in a cheap way or going down swinging against Drew? What's more embarrassing? Uh, theory. Yeah, so that's your by only two... That's your only far. two... That's the only two options that you have. Because that's it. There's nobody else in the roster right now that can beat Roman Reigns on the current roster except Drew McIntyre. We have this conversation every handful of episodes. Yeah. But now it's really coming into perspective because Drew is the guy and Drew won to get into this match. And this match is a week and a half away. Right? Theory 
can beat Roman technically on paper. He has the free pass, but that's not always a guarantee. And if he ever did that, he would need assistance, whether it's from one yeah. person, two people, a group. Yeah. Right? Now, especially if the Usos, who aren't going to defend their titles at the Clash at the Castle, right? So now the thing is, if the Usos are still the champions, does Roman have to be? No, that's not the case. If Roman's the champion, I think the Usos still have to be, right? It's that other way around. It's If the Usos, so if the Usos have a match on a pay-per-view and they lose... I would expect Roman to lose yes. on the same pay-per-view. Uh, you have to do that. Yeah. And right now, I think they're going to be building up Sami Zayn and Kevin or, Owens against I mean, the Usos. If you don't, it can go to the following pay-per-view, as long as that's a pay-per-view mm-hmm. of, of worth noting, where it's like, okay, the Usos lost, and now you can play that storyline for like another four weeks until the next match, and then that's when Roman does it. And losing resets it for Roman. He's still riding that high. He's now still at the top. But now where do you go from here? He's been at, who's now, Roman? with Roman. Yeah. So with Roman. With a part-time person, you can take as much time as he needs. Well, what's so now that's the fun game plan. That's the fun thing to book because it's like, okay, well, how, how does he get back there? What's his road? Does he do something else? Is, you know, whatever. There's so many possibilities of where he can go here. You can give him an interim feud in between, you know, to kind of keep him out of the scene, but kind of keep him strong again. And, you know, with Roman. Yeah. If Roman loses to Drew McIntyre in September, right? The beginning of September. Labor we, Day weekend. We probably won't see him for a while. Remember, Survivor Series. Part time schedule. But if they're doing brand, brand versus brand, he's not a champion anymore. Maybe. He won't be in the five-on-five match because he's better than that. He doesn't need that. Right? He doesn't need that. Right. We're not going to see Roman, in my opinion. Theoretically, he should be able to beat the other four people. Theoretically, he should beat anybody in the fucking roster. Right. Except Drew McIntyre because I'm telling you again, I think Drew is going to go over at Clash of the Castle. And I think he's going to pin him one, two, three. That place will erupt. That place will erupt. Now, I don't... I. Don't want to decide if Theory's going to cash in. I don't think that don't Triple H. Think about that. I don't think that Triple H would do that. I don't think he's there yet because I think he's got other plans. This for is Theory Triple right H's now. first big event mm-hmm. because technically he was carrying the legacy of his father-in-law at SummerSlam. Or it, it, that yeah. is a bunch of bullshit. I'd say that what is it? Extreme Rules in the Saudi thing. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know why I keep saying Saudi. 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 Like the Saudi thing? Mm -hmm. Um, I think after Clash at the Castle is when. Because we all knew what the summer looked like way back when after WrestleMania. And I think Vince's DNA, his blueprint is still on that. Remember, the WWE... With with Triple H sprinkled in there, I think the following pay-per-view will really be where we start the new season. Is Is that the one that's in Philadelphia? Yeah. I'm thinking about going to that. It might be cheaper. Oh, when is that? It's October? Yeah. Hmm. You ain't got shit to do. No, I don't. <laughs> but, like, again. Hi, Ticketmaster. You know, it, to me, this screams 92 SummerSlam main event. British Bulldog, Bret Hart. Well, yeah. 
You're in Wembley Stadium. British Bulldog goes over. Bret Hart wins. October 8th. They're, they're cousins oh, yeah. in real life. Whatever. Right. Roman's entering. Roman, if you want nuclear heat, just watch Class of the Castle when he comes out. It's going to be electric energy there. Mm-hmm. Especially for Drew. Drew has to come out on a fucking horse, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, like... Um, like Mel like Gibson Braveheart. and Braveheart. That would be awesome if he did that with yeah. the sword and everything. And just have Roman well, come remember, out. Well, remember, he did that blue and white paint with Seamus ways back. Let's just have Roman come out, each other for right? Just mean mean mug and shit, everything, right? Tickets are cheap for Extreme Rules. Bro. How much are they? I'm um, looking at Section 105. It's like 116 bucks. That's not bad. It's at the Wells Fargo Center? Yeah. October 8th? Is that a Saturday or Sunday? It's a Saturday at 7. Really? There's no more Sunday pay-per-views for the rest of this year. Wow. Everything's on a Saturday or if it, they're in Saudi Arabia. When's the next one like going to be? Week. WrestleMania? Because Royal Rumble's on a Saturday now. Uh, I think they should just do Saturday pay-per-views. What I, do you think? I get that's kind of where they're going. Except Sunday WrestleMania. I think that's there's your exception. Or mm-hmm. unless we know something's coming up and they can, you know, with other major sport sporting events. Yeah. I don't know. You want to go to that? Possibly. We'll talk off air. Are seats still available on Ticketmaster? or yeah, are they... that's where I'm on right now. Plenty of fucking seats. Really? Yeah. Where are the seats? Everywhere. Are they like camera side or on the side? All camera side. Wow. Mm, we'll talk about it at the episode. We'll, we'll talk. We'll dive. We'll, we'll dive. dive. It's on a Saturday night? Saturday October night. October 8th? 7 o'clock. Hmm. Debating. Yeah, row one, uh, section 108, row 19, $146. Hmm. That jumped $40. Is that with taxes? Um, I mm. think that's the whole thing in there. Hmm. Two tickets, 146 plus fees. So oh, comes, God. Yeah. Let's jack it up, 80 bucks. Here we go. Oh. Yeah, but anyway. But anyway. So, I, you know, early prediction, I'll say it next week. I'll say it again. I think Roman's going to lose. Okay. This is it. This is this is finally the nail in the coffin, I think, for Roman. Mm. I think he hit that stride in his point in, in his career right now because, remember, he doesn't need to be relevant. Right? He's getting he's getting uh, claimed on television. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. He's not yep. looking strong. No, but like this is another thing. But now. again, uh, another could purposely be done, you know. But this is another thing. Romans look like he's he's taken uh, the brunt of all this lately. So mm-hmm. you know he's got to get his comeuppance and stuff eventually. Yeah, but, but she like, might get this Friday. Did they sign a contract? Are they doing any of that stuff? Like I, I don't no, know. No, but mm, you know you always see it. That's yeah, why I said it. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, like yeah, whatever. But, but but put it into this way now. Let's talk about this. Has Roman looked strong though his past couple matches? He beat Brock at SummerSlam. Brock but had a lot of offense at SummerSlam. And the Usos were involved, right? Yeah. The Usos have been involved in a lot of Roman's matches in the past 6 months. Yeah. Eight months. With the exception of months. a few, yeah. Yeah, with the, uh, the exception of a few. Yep. Does that change your mind about him being in that category of 
not being relevant without a title because of how the Usos have treated his matches? Well, this is why I was like, saying do you, what do you I, feel like part of my, my, my like, statement. No, this is your forward. opinion. Like, Do you yeah. feel like he's weak because he's relying on his cousins to come in and help him? It doesn't help. That's why I think he needs another decisive victory, victory mm. by himself. And it depends on involvement. Like, we got to talk about levels of involvement, you know? I mean, we had a last man standing match. Of course, it's no, you know, no holds barred, no DQ, this, that, and the other. No rules. Any, no, no rules. Anybody can get involved. Yep. As far as a one-on-one match where, yes, yeah, somebody can get DQ'd, mm-hmm. you know, that's where I want to see. Because he hasn't had too many non-stipulation matches. He's had a fair mix of regular matches and, and some with stipulations. He's mm-hmm. had in this reign, he's had two last man standing matches. Remember the other one was Kevin Owens. That's where he got hit with the golf cart. In which Kevin Owens technically should have won because yes, they messed they up that up. they messed up that spot. Right. And Roman was on the ground for like thirty seconds. Yeah, and the was, referee stopped counting twice. Yeah, that was rent free in my head. Yeah. And then Ro- <laughs> Kevin Owens hit him with a golf cart in the back of Tropicana <laughs> Field. It's like you see the it's like you see the right field warning track and then you see Kevin Owens come in with a golf cart and knock him out. Yeah, it's really funny, so but I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, my whole point for the past fifteen minutes was the fact that does Roman Reigns need a belt to be relevant? In the past six months, you would say, well, you know, it, co- it comes he, in waves. Where I it comes in waves know. because is he looking weak? Are they booking him weak? Are they booking him strong? Whatever it is, but I mean, now I'm at the point as a wrestling fan. I'm talking as a wrestling fan, not as a struggling podcast host, but I'm talking. <laughs> as a straight wrestling fan that maybe it is time for a change in the WWE. Maybe it is time for the breath of fresh air. Maybe it is time to have your champion accessible for both television shows. Maybe it is that time because carrying cross is coming for drew. Mm-hmm. That's easily said carrying cross versus drew McIntyre is going to be the next feud for the W for the title. Yep. It's going to have to be. Because Karrion Cross versus Roman Reigns cannot work because Roman's schedule does not work. And Karrion is not half as close to the potential that Drew is right now. Yeah. So, remember, Drew's going to need a challenger first. That's not Roman. And Karrion fits that description pretty good. He's a, He was a monster heel in NXT. He had a great track record in NXT. The belt got dropped off of him in a forceful manner only to put it on Samoa Joe for a couple weeks and then both of them got hurt or both of them got released. Yeah. Karrion Cross was pushed too much, too quickly up to the main roster, never had his chance to shine as a heel. He looked like a gimp. He looked like a gimp in WWE under Triple H. Triple H knows how to use him because he's using Scarlet the right way. Mm-hmm. Scarlet's the, the, the whole mind piece in this. Piece, yeah. Scarlet is the one that triggers that whole entire feud because she's another... She's amused to go to and to want to start everything up and kind of push it to get going because Karrion can't do it by himself. Yeah. Because you can use her in lieu mm-hmm. of him. Yeah, he can like do... Just they did a, a, couple, yep. a week or two. Yeah, he can do the promo from backstage, but he doesn't have that promo beginning strength without her. That's why she's there. Because she helps sell the aesthetic. She does. Yeah. She comes out, the black and white, she starts it off. She sells it. Mm-hmm. That's what her, you need. That's her vocal in the song. That's what you need to I get hope him get over. I the full entrance. Too. Yeah. That'd be tight. Yeah. With the smoke and yep. the thing. That's know. how you get him over. 
but he won't go over on Drew. He is a good opponent for Drew to beat in the beginning. If you ask me who can beat Drew McIntyre after, then I think that's when you start inserting theory because that's an easy way to to take the belt off of Drew is through theory. Is it a so we, we're saying theory will be champion by the end of the year? Is that a possibility or not? Or yeah, or do you think we'll get a failed cash in? It's a possibility. I think. He's I think a, we're likely I to think get he, a failed cash I think he, in. That I think looks he's gonna, very reasonable. Yeah, I think he's going to cash in sometime within the end of the year, mm. or he may do or it at day one. It's because it's in Atlanta again. Fuck yep. you. God day damn it. day one's in Atlanta. <laughs> I forgot. He's from Atlanta. It's the first day of the year. Why not do it then? Wow. So, Drew McIntyre. So this is interesting now. Drew McIntyre. Remember, we're entering the time of professional wrestling where if you're the world champion, does it really relevant? Especially with the way that they handle Survivor Series. But mm, go ahead. Right. Day one. Uh, day one is when. The first day of the new year. So the, that's a Sunday. Okay. So day one is so January first. Yeah. Right. Remember this time last year, Big E was the champion. No, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, not Big yet. E yeah. lost the belt at day one. Yes. But he was champion for a couple months. Mm-hmm. He was champion in October, November, Survivor Series, right? He lost to yeah. Roman Reigns. He, he, was, he was basically champion for the football season. Yeah. Right? That's what we're looking at with Drew. Mm. September drops and then January 1st. Now, that's my thing. So, historically, like, champions around this time where viewership drops off. Yeah. How do we view them? There's probably a... I can Google it, and there's probably a list that somebody conducted of champions who held, you know, people who held the championship during football season where the ratings were supposedly lower and what the draw is and <laughs> whatever. If you can find those numbers, that would be crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll work for it for next week. I'll see what I can do yeah. if I remember. But I mean, if you just look back into recent memory, I mean, Big E, Roman Reigns, I mean, they were champions at this time last year. Right when football starting or getting ahead, right before Big E it was Bobby. Bobby carried through the summer. Mm-hmm. He took the belt off the Miz. Well, that was COVID, so right. Was, he took the belt off the Miz. Right, and then Miz cashed in on Drew, so on and so on. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley is another interesting name because they're booking him like he can't lose. My theory about Kevin Owens going after him is. I think going out the window because the fans know that him and Sami Zayn is the real ticket. That oh man, Montreal was so hot. That team for, can that team can beat the Usos. Yeah. So now, on but paper, it's like Ke- Kevin Owens is supposed to be this monster heel. Yeah. We're going back towards that gimmick, so like that's such a face thing right now. He he wore the same outfit that he did in NXT. Mm-hmm. Yep, the duct tape shirt. It's it's yeah, that's Triple H's view of him. Not as a guy who's a comedy act who's trying to get over the fact that a wrestler shaved his beard and he's a brother. Right. So we're so <laughs> yeah. So what I what I'm drawing up is that Triple H is trying to what he's been doing is trying to reestablish who you know yeah. or who we think we know to what they were. Gargano at their prime. Dexter Loomis. 
which there is nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. It's basically he's bringing all these people back. Dakota Kai, Io Shirai, yeah, Bailey, which is very smart. It's the opposite of when's Bray Wyatt coming to do? Yeah, Survivor Series. You think Bray Wyatt's coming back at Survivor Series? Let me let me hear put, this magical put, theory. Uh, well, it's in Boston. It's at TD Garden. It is. Well, maybe your brother-in-law is gonna go. Um, he's know. actually going. He got my father a ticket for my. It was my father's birthday two weeks ago. Anthony, if you're listening, hello, good evening or good afternoon, sir. Mm, good night. And dad, if you're listening, love you. But my father is actually going to... Pock the con, hop it, yacht. No, he's going to a house show in New Hampshire this Sunday, the 28th. What? Yeah. Wait, wait to fucking bury the lead. You could have started when, when what, I first... My, my, what? Dad, my dad's going to a show? No, my, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. big news. My cousin... I mean, my cousin, my brother-in-law, Anthony, got my dad a ticket to... That's um, great. I think it's like the Saturday Night's Main Event Tour or whatever it is. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's in New Hampshire. But apparently Roman, not Roman, Seth's going to be there. And uh, Riddle. Nice. Damn. So, my dad's going to a house show. It should be pretty interesting. You know. There you go. And we're going to go to WrestleMania next send, year. Send him some stickers, maybe. You can throw, slap <laughs> a sticker or two. I don't, even, we don't, have, I don't even have any more. I have a few. You want to make the announcement that you told me this today before we got on the air? Oh, the sad announcement? With a with a heavy heart. With a heavy heart. No, we're not canceling the podcast. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm just... I got to be financially uh, responsible. Stable. Yeah. I, you know, I know I've been talking about it like once every podcast for like a year now. I'm not going to be able to go to LA this year. Just can't muster up the money unless yeah, it's, you it's, guys start a GoFundMe so I can get out of there. I mean, anybody out there listening to the podcast. Since it, with the, if with, you haven't done it here, yet. And here's why I feel a little bit better. Out of curiosity, please check the prices for WrestleMania this year. It is astro- astronomically expensive. It really is. Are you all right over there? You're crying. No, I'm I yawned. sorry I broke some, some No, no, I, I tear <laughs> when I yawn. Oh. Um, yeah, I was looking. I mean, it, they're up now. Before, because now it's hit the resale market, and that's what you see when you go on there. When they first went on sale, wasn't expensive. It was. It was not. Okay. The fees are what get you. Yeah, it's we like sixty dollars worth of fees it for an eighty dollars ticket. When your fees is more it's like than half, half the ticket. price of a ticket. It is. Anyway. And what's the fee? Enough. Printing it? No, they're all mobile. You're not printing shit anymore. Everything's all free because it's mobile delivery and everybody lets you in with a QR code now. Even my season tickets for the Rangers, all QR code. Do you re- Here's a funny story. When FYE used to be in the mall, oh, yeah. I used to go there and get tickets printed off Ticketmaster because mm-hmm. I didn't have a credit card, so I paid in cash. Damn. There was a... This, uh, was, like ni- this was like 2003. I'll, I'll go even... Fr- I'll, I'll one-up your story. And, I, you know, I, I used to live in Woodbridge and Avenel for basically half of my life so i would always frequent the menlo mall there was a ticket master stand over by the food court for a long time yep i'm gonna say as recent as like 0809 mm-hmm. i that that stand was there i think it's now a starbucks um and you used to be able to go get tickets for a show or whatever you were going to right at that stand for many many years yep yep i used to really enjoy going to FYE and buying the tickets at Ticketmaster, paying with my cash that I earned, 
as a cashier at Pathmark and as a struggling waiter. And uh, it was very interesting. This match is still going on, by the way. It's been 24 minutes. So they're, they're they giving probably the, told them to cook because something happened. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, hey, we got an extra 10 minutes. Do something with it. Yeah. But there are what, I mean, six guys. There's six guys, so. and they're very, very aerodynamic. Most of them are. I think Pac has done every move in the fucking world at the top rope. Okay, Another Canadian sure. destroyer. <laughs> Adam Cole called he wants to move back. Um, no, but I mean, you know, it's a huge episode for us next week because, you know, we're going to we're gonna dive into the answers and we're going to dive into um, Clash at the Castle. Right, it's our go home show for that. Yeah, it's also our go home show for NXT, NXT slash UK when worlds collide. It's the go home show Is for that all out later that night. It's no, it's four. Sunday? It's four o'clock on Sunday. So I mean, it's a go home show for three pay per views in two days. But the big one is Clash at the Castle because this is probably going to determine whether or not Triple H is actually in the Big Boy League, which I think he is. So you'll get our opinion on that and so much more in a brand new episode of Sunset Flipperia debuting next week. Obviously, we'll be coming back to you bigger and better than ever. What is Pac doing? Oh, wow. Moonsault off the off the uh, pole. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, follow us at Sunset Flip Radio. We're always there. You can always message us, shoot the shit, whatever you want to do. You can buy a shirt <laughs> for us. Yeah, remember those? Why They're is Kip shirts. Sabian looking at... Oh, he's got to take the thing off. What is this? Oh, here we go. Kip Sabian? I've been begging for Kip Sabian to get involved for a while now. Oh, holy shit. Who's that? That's Kip Sabian. Oh. I just seen him from the behind, so... I had a sh- I had a sign that said push Kip Sabian at the AEW event. And he's actually getting his time now. Nice. Wow. He hasn't wrestled in such a long time. They didn't know how to book him. That's cr- that's hilarious. He's actually a really good talent in the ring. Kip Sabian. He got jacked too. He put the box on after the thing with Miro, right? Yes, he did cuz okay. they ruined his nose. All right, so obviously we'll so we're gonna get Will Osprey against Kenny Omega in the finals of this trios tournament. So, yeah, new episode next week. Back and better than ever. Uh, Clash at the Castle, uh, opinion and preview. Um, buy a shirt uh, for the one hundredth and twenty fourth time. I am your co-host, the million-dollar father, Mr. Thomas Lucy, always joined in the studio, sitting across from the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Oh, sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. Yes, you can follow us there, email super, us shit. Super and we'll ask praise about the win. It's over. So, uh, Dynamite is over, along with this episode of Sunset Flip Birdie. We'll see you back next week. In case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And as always, peace, love, and wrestling, and take care. You're...